everyone. Welcome to the Sportsology Podcast. Today we have Max Paddock. How are you doing today, Max? I'm doing good. Doing good. Good to hear, man. So to start off, can you tell the viewers a bit about yourself? Um, my name's Max Paddock. Like you said, I'm 20 years old. I played major junior hockey for the past four and a half years, and I'm now on my way to uh, Kitty University next year. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. All right. So in hockey and like, you know, especially as a goalie, you know, it takes a lot of hate sometimes and, you know, a lot of brunt for losses. How do you deal with things like that? Well, I mean, you just got to take the positive out of things. Um, You know, not every game is going to be your best game. Sometimes you're going to go through stretches where things aren't going so well. You just got to, you know, take the positive out of, uh, you know, maybe you did had a good period or a good stretch of minutes where you did things right and, uh, just got to try to correct those other things that you did wrong or that didn't go well during the game, you know, correct them in video or practice. That's right. Good to hear a little bit of a process there. Yeah. <laughs> so throughout your career, did you ever use any mental like skills or tactics to help prepare yourself more for like big games or like playoffs? Uh, well, for me personally, like just getting away from the game on a game day, you know, I, you go through your routine at the rink uh, in the morning and then you go home and you have a lot of time to, you know, overthink things. And I think for me personally, just, you know, I hop online or talk to one of my friends and, you know, just trying to not think about what's, what's going to happen in the game uh, and try to leave that until I get to the rink. So, how do you try to play consistent throughout that criticism that I mentioned before? Cause you know, a lot of the time throughout when we're playing, uh, you know, you have like hecklers or maybe, you know, the team, other teams get under your skin. So how do you try to play consistent through that? You just gotta, it's, it's tough. You just gotta believe in yourself. I think, you know, not let what the outside people are saying on the outside, you know, take you down, uh, on the inside. Right. Um, you know, just believe in yourself that you can make that next save or do that next uh, whatever needs to be done sort of thing. Um, just kind of, yeah, it's it's totally for me just believing in yourself, uh, not letting what other people might say about you uh, bring you down. Yeah, always. You know, we always have those uh, times where someone's getting under your skin, you know, you try to get them away, but they, they keep coming back. Uh, I feel you there. <laughs> So um, to continue through like the subject of like hardship and dealing with, you know, maybe some criticism or something bad happening um, in the 2019, 20 season, you were traded from Regina to Prince Albert. And it seemed like something clicked something like, you know, lit a fire under you and you finished uh, the season with uh, Prince Albert with a 935. What was that extra push for you? Well, I think it was a combination of a lot of things. I mean, when I was in Regina, I felt like I was having a good year, although my numbers may not have shown it. Um, we were kind of in that rebuilding phase because we had hosted the Memorial Cup two years prior. So we're kind of going through some things, had some younger guys coming up. Um, and then just being 19 years old, kind of trade deadline thing, um, was able to go to a really good team. Uh, you know, they had a lot of, big name players, you know, Caden Gooley, Ozzy Weisblatt, who went in the first round that year. Uh, and there's lots of other guys that 
were very important pieces to that team. So coming into a dressing room where, you know, you were accepted right away, it was definitely a big thing. And they were already such a good family. That's one thing about the Prince Albert Raiders is, uh, you know, they'll do anything for you on and off the ice and making sure that you're taken care of. So that transition where getting traded to a, another team can certainly be a tough one, but those guys in the dressing room and the coaches, the front office staff, and even my billets too made that transition so much easier that there was really no delay in kind of getting things going when I got to Prince Albert. Yeah, man, it's good to hear that, you know, you didn't have too hard of a stay when you when you first got there. Um, but when you left Regina, did you feel, you know, you maybe had some things maybe you didn't really get to deal with or you kind of miss it? How, how did you deal with the transition of being traded and then, you know, having to, you know, make uh, new friends at a teammates or get to know the coaching staff or your surroundings? Yeah, that was certainly a, a tough part that you really – couldn't prepare for it. wasn't sure how I was going to feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, you look back, uh, at all the memories that you've made over the past couple of years and the, the friendships that you've made. And, um, that's, that's always tough to give up. And, you know, you're leaving those guys to go play for a team in a city that you've never really been in. I mean, I didn't know one guy on that team when I got into the dressing room, uh, so it's, it's something you really can't prepare for. And like I said, those guys in the dressing room in Prince Albert really made it easy. That's good to hear, man. Like, you know, I, I honestly, I, <laughs> I didn't play a too high level of hockey growing up, but um, you know, it, it, it always makes it easier when uh, teams are very accepting, you know, even if you were rivals or not, they know that you're there to um, help them win. And um, you know, that, that's uh, awesome here you look at some of the best teams in the league, um, they're all, you can tell which, which teams play together and which teams are, you know, they might have the best players, but they aren't a good team. And I, the best group always seems to come out on top, not so much the best or the highest skilled team. Yeah. I, I definitely think that uh, people overlook like a, a lot of, uh, or they look at a lot of like, you know, more bigger hype teams, you know, the good players, you know, they have, they have, they're such a deep team, but they don't realize that what behind the scenes is actually what's working, right? Like you can have a really good team, uh, for example, like the Leafs this year, right? And you can have, you know, a team that may have just gotten in like Montreal and you look at both teams, you're like, okay, one team has solid goaltending. They have lots of depth upfront scoring, but then you look at Montreal and you're like, they're probably not going to win. But see what happened is, is that, you have a team that really gels. You have you have a team that believes in what the process is, and you know they eventually got through. They fought back, and now they're in the uh, semifinal. So it, it shows that a lot of the time it's not always uh, you know the the superstars carrying the team, right? It's mm -hmm. uh, really what teamwork's all about. But uh, just to touch up, when you were first you know drafted into um, the WHL. Uh, what was the feeling like that? Like, you know, e either getting in or. It's different because in the WHL, the draft is a year earlier than, you know, the OHL. I think the QMJHL is the same. So you have a year after you're drafted to kind of develop into, into who you are. And to be honest, I wasn't sure if hockey was what I wanted to do. I'm at the time I was playing volleyball, baseball, 
at a, at a high level. I wasn't sure if I was going to play hockey even, but I, I got a chance when I was 16 to play some games. And after that, you know, I just kind of, it was seemed to be my calling and that is something I, I wanted to pursue. Must have been a little bit of uh, some nerves going on there, <laughs> going yeah. in your first uh, first game, sixteen. Um, could could you uh, take me through that? Like, you know, how, how you're feeling? Like that 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 one day when they said, "Hey, you're playing today. You're starting." What was that? Uh, what was that feeling? Well, I remember it like it was yesterday, honestly, because it's uh, we were, it was the day before the game, and our coach, who was actually my uncle at the time, called me into his office and. The, the team that we were on was a really solid team and uh, our the other goalie there had been playing well. He had been going through a good stretch, so but he had been playing a lot of games. Uh, so he called me into his office and told me I was going to start. That start was actually against Prince Albert. So kind of funny how things came full, full circle there. But um, yeah, I, he sat me down in his office and told me I was starting and just immediately started shaking getting nervous and then went out for my practice probably had one of the best practices of my life just because I was so excited um but no I just remember the night before I couldn't sleep just tossing and turning because you're so nervous about you know what's going to happen and how are things going to actually play out and then that that day I don't remember too much of the the pre-game leading up to it but I remember the feeling you know stepping on the ice and you're just you go from playing midget AAA where there's maybe a hundred fans, not even fans, they're all parents. And then you step onto a, a week later, you step onto a WHL rink with 7,000 fans and they're all cheering and whatnot, lights are going off. And um, so it was certainly an eye-opening experience. And uh, yeah, it seemed like just yesterday that I was going through that, but that was almost five years ago now. Time really does fly by, but you know, it. It sounds like you were you were pretty prepared. Did you at least have the home ice advantage, or were you getting booed yeah. out of it? Yeah, no, it was it was at home, thankfully. And my parents, I mean, Regina's only three hour drive, so my parents and some other family were able to come down and watch. So that was certainly special for me. It's awesome to hear. You know, you you go through so much, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and you, you work so hard, and then it, it, that that feeling of it paying off. Right, that that must have that must have hit you right when uh, the puck hits the ice, right? Yeah, well, I mean, you're you're so nervous up until the puck drops and you make that first save, and then after that, it's just like any other game. You know, some things might go your way, some things might not. It's just all about staying level-headed throughout the whole time. And like I said, after you you're in it for a couple of minutes, you know, the nerves completely wear off, and you're just playing hockey. You're enjoying yourself. Yeah, it's all about that. Uh... A little bit of process and then you know it, it leads up to it uh I'll, I'll give you one last uh question here for for you i know a lot of goalies try to um do one thing where you know they they get one shot on them and then they're ready like they're into what, what was your process for that did you need to get one shot to to really like get into the game or are you already focused up no i would it was always better if i could make that first save or even just you know if they dumped the puck in behind the net just feeling the puck was was certainly what helped me kind of settle down just anything and icing touch the puck it's i'm good to go just get a feel for it that's awesome here man love to see it <laughs> well um I, I i appreciate you coming on the podcast uh 
you know, not many people are always giving their time. Uh, so mm -hmm. it's, uh, I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so no much. Worries. No worries. That does it for episode three of Sportsology, the podcast. As always, I will be putting the socials in the bio of the podcast so you the listeners can check it out. If you don't have time, the bios are right here. Mine is Zach underscore Staden, Z-A-C-H underscore S-T-A-D-E-N. And Max's is at Max Paddock, M-A-X-P-A-D-D-O-C-K. Again, I do appreciate all the support and I thank you for that. So till next time, my name is Zach Staden. Have a great day.